If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Hello, and welcome back to episode 31 of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. So when I ask people what the hardest part about their breakup is, a lot of the time the answer I hear is that they're having a hard time losing the companionship that they had with their ex. Without having that person around or always having someone to talk to, they begin feeling really lonely. And it makes sense. When you're in a relationship with someone for a long time, you pretty much always have that constant companionship, always have someone to hang out with, always have someone to talk to. But after going through a breakup, that gets taken away and the void left in that area of your life feels very sudden and feels very painful. So today we're going to talk about loneliness and how we can work our way through this very normal and in some ways healthy emotion that comes with a breakup. So feeling lonely is a very painful emotion and it tends to almost be self-perpetuating. For example, when I feel lonely, my mind and my thoughts start getting really negative and they start telling me that no one likes me, no one wants to hang out with me or be friends with me. And because I'm having those thoughts, I don't want to reach out to my friends to try to help that loneliness because I don't want to be a burden to them. I sometimes start believing those thoughts that I have. So then my loneliness gets worse and worse because I'm not doing anything about it or doing anything to break that pattern. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about some temporary fixes for loneliness, some actionable steps you can take when you're feeling lonely, the root cause and therefore the root solution of loneliness, and how to shift your perspective on the subject. So first, let's talk about what to do about your loneliness right after a breakup. 
I'll talk a little bit later on the episode about solving more of the root cause of loneliness, but I think right after the breakup when the loneliness pain can be really intense, it's totally okay to distract yourself and do more of the quote-unquote quick fix type of things. So here are some of my favorite ones that I use. The first one is actually listening to podcasts. I started working from home about three and a half years ago, and as an extrovert, it was really difficult for me to adjust to. I love being able to talk to people throughout the day and see people throughout the day, and then all of a sudden working from home, that was kind of taken away from me, and it did cause a lot of negative effects on my mental health at first, so I had to start working through this in a way that would allow me to be alone working from home but not feel that deep feeling of loneliness. So podcasts actually helped a ton. And I would actually recommend that you focus on interview type podcasts. So as much as I love that you're listening to my podcast, I would actually really focus on ones where there are a couple people talking and it kind of feels like you're sharing in that conversation with them. So for example, my absolute favorite podcast of all time is Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. Since these are these casual type conversation shows, it makes you feel like you're not totally alone and it's nice to just hear different people talking throughout the day. So the next thing that I tend to do is start your day by texting a couple friends. You can ask them how they're doing, how their weekend was. Maybe if you know a friend had something important the day before, you can say, hey, how did that go? But just being able to start the day initiating those kind of conversations, it will lead to some light conversation throughout the day and again, make you feel like you're not alone. I think the mistake a lot of us make is if we feel like if we're not hearing from other people, that means that we are alone and therefore lonely. However, a lot of the time, it's not that people don't want to reach out, but they're busy with their day. So it's that's why it's so healthy to initiate those conversations because then you will hear you will hear back from people and have that feeling that you have other people around you, surrounding you and supporting you. The next thing is set up a time during your day to go outside on a walk. And I know sometimes this is weather permitting and all of those other things, but being able to step outside throughout the day and, you know, take some time for yourself. But also on that walk, what I would either do is invite a friend to go with you. That was a big lifesaver for me when I started working from home is I would make sure that I had at least one to two walks with friends throughout the week so I was getting that contact. Or you can just call a friend when you're on that walk. So that way you feel like you have company and again, it'll be a great way to connect to the people in your life that you love. So now that I've covered a few quick fixes to not feel lonely right after your breakup, which again, I think sometimes we make the mistake of thinking that when we're going through something tough, we need to like take the tough approach to make us feel better. And we tend to think that distractions and quick fixes are a really negative thing that we should avoid. Yes, in the long run, I really want you to focus on healing more of the deep seated feelings and beliefs that we have about those things. But in the beginning, when we're faced in this crisis mode after going through a breakup or after going through something tough, it's 
100% okay to latch on to those more quick fixes. Sure, there are some that I would probably avoid to, you know, that could be potentially harmful, but it's completely okay to do that. And that's something that I suffered with for a long time is thinking that everything I did had to be like the really tough love kind of way. And I felt like I wasn't making progress unless I was going through some sort of a struggle. So in the beginning, grab onto those quick fixes. Just start by sending a text to a friend or listening to podcasts or going for a walk every day and calling a friend. And then we can move more into kind of the deeper rooted ways of solving loneliness. So the first thing that I want you to do is really make sure you're making an effort in other relationships in your life. Whether we like it or not, when we're in a romantic relationship, that becomes mostly our sole focus. And we tend to not necessarily neglect, but we don't put as much time into our friendships or other relationships in our life. So after you lose that person in your life, instead of just focusing your energy and getting stuck on the one person who you no longer have in your life... I want you to instead focus that energy on the other relationships that you have in your life. You have people around you who love being in your life, love supporting you. Put your energy into focusing on them, reaching out to them, making plans with them, writing about them in your daily gratitude journal, writing about, wow, I have all these other people and name them specifically who I do have in my life that don't want to leave or don't want to break up with me. I mentioned this in other episodes, but when you focus on the lack in your life or the lack of people or you focus on how lonely you feel, that's what you're going to feel. Instead, you can focus on the people that you do have and the people who do want to spend time with you and you're going to have less feelings of that loneliness. The next thing is if you're feeling lonely, reach out to someone. I mentioned this earlier, but when we are in that state of feeling lonely, we tend to isolate ourselves more and we tend to not let people know. I notice still with all the knowledge and work that I've done, when I'm feeling extremely low and lonely, I tend not to reach out to people and not even let them know how I'm feeling, but just reach out and like extend a hand to know that I have other people around. I tend to think that uh, it's just me. I should just be dealing with this by myself. But no, if you are feeling lonely, reach out to someone. And what also goes along with this is just sharing your feelings. Sometimes the biggest source of loneliness is based on your feelings. If you have, if you're feeling really sad, if you're feeling really low, you can sometimes feel like you're the only person in the world feeling that way. Sometimes the strongest feelings of loneliness I have are when I'm upset or scared about something that I think might be stupid or weird or I shouldn't be feeling that way. And then when I feel like I'm suffering by myself, it makes me feel super separate and therefore very lonely. But all it takes most of the time is for you to share how you're feeling with someone and have that person say, oh yeah, I've felt that way too. 
that quick sentence can almost immediately alleviate the feeling of being alone. So again, if you're feeling lonely, just reach out to someone. And then if you're feeling alone in your feelings, reach out to someone and let them know how you're feeling. It can be it can feel really scary to do this and it can feel like you're burdening the other person, but none of that is true. It's just your head telling you that. But just making that quick connection can really and can really alleviate that feeling and then also making that a habit. That way when you're feeling that way, you know that you have a quick solution. You know that there's a way to get out of it instead of just sitting with it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. The next thing I want to talk about is shifting your perspective. A lot of the time, these feelings of loneliness can be can stem from our beliefs. So, for example. I grew up believing that I needed to be around other people to have fun and to enjoy myself. I also used to gauge my worth on the friends and people and the amount of people that I had in my life. So if I had a weekend without plans with friends or for some reason I was sick and couldn't be around people, 
it would feel gut-wrenching, incredibly lonely, and it would really lower my own self-worth. So I would take out your journal and do some journaling about what does it mean to you to feel lonely or to be alone? What are some of the fears that come up? Maybe what are some of the associated beliefs that you have about feeling lonely? So maybe you grew up with parents who constantly had people around, so you felt like that was the only way to show that you were loved or that you had a full life. Or maybe you grew up not having a lot of friends and you really struggled in you know, middle school or high school, so you felt like, I can't be that way again. I can't feel that way again. So your solution to that is to constantly have to be around people. So sometimes by just being aware of our beliefs and then taking a fresh look at them and thinking, wow, that's not necessarily true. That's not necessarily the reality of the situation. That can allow you to change those beliefs and therefore change some of those feelings that come out of it. The next thing in terms of shifting perspective is there's a couple quotes that I just absolutely love. And the first one is, the remedy to feeling lonely is not having a romantic partner. Just by having a partner doesn't necessarily mean it automatically takes away loneliness. I'm sure we've all experienced being in relationships and still feeling lonely. And if we look at that, the common denominator in that is us. So you are the solution to your own loneliness. And the other thing is, the on- it's not that the only way to not feel lonely is to have a partner in your life. I'm sure we've all seen people who are single that have these really full, fulfilled lives and they don't have that feeling of being lonely. And then we've seen people who have spent their entire lives in relationships and they can't stand the feeling of being alone. But If you take away the relationship or if you take away any piece of that, they're still stuck with that feeling of loneliness. So at the end of the day, it all comes down to us. And I'll talk more about that in a few minutes. But just because you have a partner doesn't mean it takes away the loneliness. And if you're feeling lonely, it's not that the only solution to that is to have a partner. And then the second quote is, just because you're alone doesn't have to mean that you are lonely. Alone and lonely are not one in the same. There are people who can spend long periods of time alone and never experience that feeling of loneliness. And then I've had that feeling a lot of times growing up of feeling incredibly lonely in a crowded room. So they don't equal the same thing. So just because a partner left you and maybe now you're living alone, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to feel lonely. It all comes down to our beliefs about it and then what actions we take to determine how we're feeling. And then the last thing, and this is really getting down to the root cause of it, but the best way to not feel lonely is to learn how to enjoy your own company. If you enjoy your own company and if you can feel happy and fulfilled with just yourself, you never have to feel lonely. Sure, you're going to because we all do, but it's so nice to know that the solution can begin and end with us. And unfortunately or fortunately, the best way to learn how to not be lonely is to spend time alone. Just like I get people that ask me all the time, what's the best way to learn how to be, how to like enjoy being single. And the best way to learn how to do that is to be single. 
I know it's going to be scary and it's going to be uncomfortable at first, but being able to push through this is going to be a huge and very important learning experience. And in terms of how to learn how to do this, it almost comes down to like dating yourself. So think about it. When you're dating someone, you are enjoying, you are learning like their interests. You're learning all about them. You guys are going out doing different activities that you both enjoy. So just think about it, but just with yourself. That means figuring out what you enjoy doing alone, whether that's getting outside, going hiking, reading books, doing house projects like starting a garden, discovering new TV shows you love, going on a drive, listening to music, or whatever else you can do alone and still feel fulfilled. I also think journaling is a great remedy to feeling alone. Again, this goes back to feeling lonely with our feelings. If you can get those feelings out, if you can get those thoughts out on paper, it's going to take a lot of the power out of it, and you're going to be able to look at it objectively just like you were looking at someone else objectively. So the more time that you block out to date yourself, to get to know yourself, to find activities that you love doing, the better you are going to feel. And I'll go back to the example of like if I had a weekend by myself where I wasn't seeing people, what would help me is like the day before, and I tell this with my coaching clients, like going through breakups, weekends tend to be the toughest because we're not really working. We don't have as much planned. So that Thursday before the weekend, I would map out like what I was doing just with myself and I would schedule time in with myself. I would say, okay, at 10 a.m. I'm going to go on a hike and then I'm going to run some errands that I need to do and then I'm going to get home and take a bubble bath, read my book, and then I'm going to watch this movie that I've been wanting to watch for a really long time. So map out your day and the more time that you can block out for this, the easier it's going to feel. So I would encourage you to block out like a half day or a full day after you're going through a breakup and probably after the initial pain has passed. So after you're through like the hardest part of it, but block out a half day or a full day and call it like a date myself day. You can, you know, maybe go to a movie alone or go out to eat alone after you're a little bit more comfortable with this. But this is going to make you not only feel incredibly worthy and satisfied just from yourself, but it's also going to be really powerful when you start moving into new relationships. And this learning how to be okay on your own is an incredible investment into future relationships. I have a long history of very codependent relationships where if on the weekend my boyfriend had to go out of town or spend the day with friends, it would feel incredibly painful. And it would honestly be the point where it would make my stomach hurt because I felt that they didn't want to be around me or that it was like taking some part of me away. And I even remember on some occasions, like I had to go on a work trip and it would be gut-wrenching to know that I wasn't going to be around that person. That caused some really unhealthy 
beliefs towards the person. It definitely caused codependency. It made it so my self-worth was tied up in spending time with the other person. And it made it really tough in my relationships because of course they're going to have to go out and do things on their own and they're going to want to go out and do things on their own. But they could tell that I was sad about it and uncomfortable so they wouldn't feel they wouldn't feel good about going out and living their own life. So after I took the time after going through these breakups single and getting to learn what I loved and know what Kendra enjoys doing on her own, now in my marriage like I love being able to have my own time. And, you know, working from home, I have to be able to be okay and enjoy my own time. And even for a long part of my relationship, like we would have a day on the weekends where we would spend separately. My husband is an introvert and needs that time. And then we would have a day that we got to enjoy together. And if I hadn't taken the time to do this, it would not have been possible to have the relationship that I have now. So long story short, In the beginning of a breakup, loneliness is going to happen. Make sure that you reach out to other people and do whatever you have to do to not have that feeling of loneliness constantly because that is really going to weigh on you and it's not going to feel good. So in the beginning, make sure that you're utilizing every avenue possible to not have that deep feeling of loneliness from being alone. But after that, make sure that you devote time and dedicate your time to learning how to be okay on your own. It's going to not only pay off in your relationship with yourself, your self-worth, your self-esteem, but it's also going to be a great preparation for being in a really healthy relationship in the future that doesn't have to stem from codependency. So that is it for another episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. Be sure you check out the show notes to take that quiz and check out some of the courses that I have available. And I will see you guys back here next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.